Tell us what you think. What is your aspiration for transit in the region? How can transit serve you better? How can transit help the Houston region thrive and keep moving as the population nearly doubles over the next 20 years? The next stop. The next stop. The next stop. Metro's podcast. I'm Laura Whitley. In this episode, Metro Next, the regional transit planning effort is well underway. Now there's a draft known as the Moving Forward Plan for the public to consider. Metro wants to know what people think, and they've kicked off that effort with a series of public meetings across the region. We stopped by one that was held in downtown Houston. We're here at the Metro Next community meeting, and there's, I would say, about 50 uh, folks that have come out to uh, look and see and learn more about the Metro Next moving forward plan. And I'm here with a participant. Tell me your name. Jacoby. Jacoby. Uh, so you, you've taken a look at, at some of the boards and some of the information about the moving forward plan. Um, tell me, what are your impressions? Um, I mean, it's a good plan. I just want to see it come to fruition, you know, you, um, especially me being a veteran, better connections to the VA, but other hospitals also. So it sounds like you're here to learn and also to offer some input. Oh, yeah. Um, I've put in some before, but now I'm here in person. I finally had some free time to come do it in person to the people who are actually working on the project and see them face to face so they can see people who are actually using this. So you said you've been a longtime Metro rider. I've always ridden Metro. I've never owned a vehicle. I hate, I hate driving. <laughs> I hate driving. I would do Uber, Lyft, Metro in a heartbeat. So, But Metro is my mode of transportation. And I guess for me, being a veteran, I get to ride for free. So I wish if the veterans, if you're listening, disabled veterans, go talk to Metro, get your, free, uh, get your MVP card. So take advantage of the benefits you have. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for coming out today. Right, well, thank you. All right. And then are you guys proposing something for a BRT for an I-10? Yes, actually that's one of our really key projects. Um, so that's over on this map. So this, you know the I-10 that's inside the loop is one of the most congested pieces of roadways in the region. Um, what we are proposing is infrastructure that allows not just BRT, but as well as um, the commuter express network. For instance, if you live out on the 10 or the 290 corridors, you would use that very same piece of infrastructure for a faster one-seat ride um, to downtown. So this is kind of that multi, multi-purpose, dual-purpose infrastructure. The BRT connects at Shepherd Durham. It also connects at Montrose. Um, but it uses that dedicated infrastructure to give you a faster ride, connects to Uptown, and on the northern end, it also connects to the high-speed rail. So this is a very significant project. It'll have a lot of benefits for the region. And is that in existence right now, or is that coming no, in? It's part of the Metro Next plan. Um, this is one of the projects that's been proposed. That voice you've been hearing is of Priya Zechariah. She is the manager of regional long-term planning with Metro. And, and this is really coming together, uh, a culmination of a couple years of work for you here, Priya. Yes, absolutely. So we started this process early in 2017. So we went through a process of talking to the board. Soon after that, we went and talked to the community. It was at that time, it was a very broad-based question. Tell us what you think. What is your aspiration for transit in the region? How can transit serve you better? Um, so once we kind of heard all of those comments, we came back and got into this planning phase, which was most of last year. And we came up with what we call the vision plan. It's kind of the ultimate vision of what transit needs to be in the region when you grow up. 
And then the next thing we did was we took a look at what is feasible in terms of Metro's um, financial capacity. What can we implement now that we have this grand vision? What is that first step towards that vision? And that's what we're calling the Metro Next Moving Forward Plan. And where we um, are today is to bring that plan out, and that's why we are at this public meeting, and to ask the community, what do you think? Um, this is the plan. Have we got it right? Do you Have we missed anything? Is there improvements or things that you would like to recommend to us? So we want to really get that robust feedback from the community and then respond to that and advance the whole process of taking this plan forward. And this moving forward plan, it's about uh, $7.5 billion in its price tag and has uh, about 40 projects? Correct. So the price tag is $7.5 billion. It's billion with a B. It does have 40 projects. And um, the, the planning horizon for the plan for this for the Metro Next moving forward plan is 20, just beyond 2040. So it's 40 projects for 2040 and beyond. Um, yes, and that's what we are out um, to get some feedback on. And you have really been uh, behind the scenes. I know I've seen you uh, all kinds of hours at work. Uh, you, you've been behind the scenes really working, putting together these maps. And, 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 and can you kind of give me an, an idea of what goes into that? I know you said the feedback, uh, but there's all kinds of studies and other things that are done. Right. So a lot of um, our work as the planning team, and I do want to give a shout out to the whole planning team. I mean, I may be standing here and talking to you, Laura, but there's an entire army of planners and consultants and folks at Metro. Our teams at Metro have been awesome. So it's not just planning. It is Tanya's group. It's uh, you guys and Jerome's team. So it's really been a team effort. So I, I cannot underline that enough. That team effort is a really crucial part of this. Um, we try to be very data driven in what we do. So when we try and understand how should this plan respond to a changing region, we went back and looked at um, the demographics. How is population changing? Where are people living? Where's the residential density? Where's the growth in the region? Where are the new job centers? And the ultimate question is, if jobs are here and homes are there, how are people moving between the two? So the idea was to make this a very data-driven process to make sure that we identify those projects that provide the maximum benefits to those communities and really enhance your overall quality of life. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day, um, well it does matter whether you take transit or not, but ultimately there's something for everyone. Whether, you're not, you, whether or not you take transit or whether or not you're, you're a transit user, there's benefits like just taking miles of driven, um, you know, vehicles driving on the, uh, on the roads, you're just taking cars off the roads, you improve air quality, those are benefits that improve the whole region. So those are the kind of things that we've taken a really close look at, um, in addition to understanding what are some of the specific benefits of the project. So I have to say it's a, it has been a very data-driven process for us. And that's really, that point that you make is really why uh, it's important and why Metro is making an effort to go out to the public again and, and really share this with the public. Right. Um, and we want to make sure that we educate the public in the process. We want to make sure that we went through this whole set of meetings in the summer of 2017. And um, like I said, we asked a very broad question. What is your aspiration for transit in the region? But the things that we got back, we churned through all of those comments and we saw that there were specific um, uh, bits of feedback like more transit, more places, that really rose to the top. More speed, more reliability, that rose to the top. So everything that we have done is part of that continuous process of plan development and the vision plan and the moving forward plan really kept those tenets in mind and our plans were responses to what we heard from that first phase of feedback. And again, moving on in the process, this is round two of public involvement and that's going to help advance the plan even further.
Let's just talk about just a couple of the major investments. Uh, we're, there's something called a regional express network, 110 miles. What does that mean? So regional express network is really what we call the park and ride system. So a lot of people um, in, the, uh, in our service area right now depend on our park and ride system to come to work. That's how they make their daily commutes. So it was not just about people that live within the loop and are going to use a bus rapid transit or a light rail transit, or LRT or BRT, but it is people people who live in a lot of the residential neighborhoods around the region and want to come to downtown, to Greenway Plaza, to Uptown for their jobs. So that is what the Regional Express Network really kind of, um, it's almost a rebranding, so to speak. Um, Metro Next takes into consideration, or specifically the Moving Forward Plan takes into consideration and includes in it an improvement of midday service across all of our park and ride um, corridors. So there's more midday service, there's weekend service seven days a week in all of our park and ride corridors. Those are things that we can't draw on a map. Um, in addition, what really makes that service effective is the infrastructure that we're proposing in a lot of our freeway corridors, um, and that is to allow this all-day bi-directional um, HOV and transit capacity so that buses can come into town and go out of town um, on our freeway corridors. So both of those elements are part of this regional express network set of projects that we've put into the Metro Next Moving Forward Plan. And I know you were explaining uh, the uh, bus rapid transit lines uh, to the gentleman um, over there, and that's really rail-like, but it's still a bus. It is a bus, and the, the best way to think about it is um, to think about rail on rubber tires. Um, we don't have, right now, we don't have that technology available in our system to easily point to, but essentially it provides the same characteristics of service, such as high frequency, level boarding, faster trips uh, in terms of customer amenities, passenger information or the level of the um, services available at the station itself it provides that same level of passenger experience as light rail but it's a bus as running in dedicated guideways it has it's um, it's flexible it's more flexible than rail so there's a lot of benefits to introducing that technology in the region today and that is BRT let's talk about airport connections because I know that was something that was uh came up quite a bit in the original public comments. Correct. So when people said we want more transit, more places, we even drilled down. So this goes back to that data-driven process. So we drilled down even a little bit more into, so when people are saying more transit, more places, what exactly do, what places are they talking about? And as we started to drill down into those, connections to the airports really rose to the top, was amongst the few that rose to the top. So we have connections in the plan for both, um, to met, uh, in Metro Next, in the moving forward plan, we have connections to the airport, both to Bush and to Hobby. So if you look at the plan, we have two proposed rail line extensions, both the, the purple line and the green line connecting to Hobby Airport. And uh, to connect to Bush, we use something that's a little bit different. Our thinking was to leverage on a major regional infrastructure that um, Techstart is undertaking, which is the North Houston Highway Improvement Project. I'm sure you've heard about it. Um, we wanted to be able to leverage on that infrastructure and run our BRT buses in that guideway to connect to uh, Bush. Um, so yes, it's a, we've addressed that solution one through BRT and one through LRT in both of these um, you know, airport connections. Well, I appreciate that explanation, and, and, and that type of explanation and understanding is something that members of the public can get from you and other members of our public uh, planning team as they head out to these public meetings. Absolutely, and that's what we are here to do. We want to educate everyone. We want to answer questions. Very often when you're part of the planning process, so many things are just self-evident or so you think that, hey, I know this, but there's so many things that we really do need to explain, provide the information for, even what is BRT. 
um, especially because that technology doesn't exist right now in Houston and we are happy to do it. But it's coming. Uh, it is coming. It is coming. It's under construction and that's the uptown line. So it is coming and it'll be great when once that's constructed when you can actually see a demonstration of the benefits of, uh, of uh, bus rapid transit. Priya Zachariah, Manager of Regional and Long Range Planning here at Metro. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. My pleasure. Yesenia Gonzalez is another uh, person who's turned out today for our public meeting in downtown. And I saw you looking at some of the maps there uh, of the Moving Forward plan. Tell me, what are your impressions? Well, I think this is a great plan. Um, I remember visiting with Metro Next last year and they were kind of drafting the plan. So to see it come alive and just being so detailed is amazing and very interesting. Now, I know you said you work more in the uh, kind of River Oaks, River Oaks Gallery area. Yes. Um, you know, in terms of transit and how it impacts your daily life, uh, can you tell me about that? Yes. Well, I commute on, on a daily to, to that area, and I know there is um, work being done, like, on the Post Oak side. So that's one of my interests, too, to see how that would be able to connect to where I live. So that would be really interesting. And, of course, to come downtown also, since I think in the future I do see myself living and working downtown. So it's very interesting. As far as utilizing transit to get to work, get to school, the store, and all kinds of other things, um, is if it was more accessible for you, is that something that you could see yourself doing? Oh yeah, totally. I'm a traveler, so I travel uh, to different cities, and just to see their transportation methods and not even having to need a car is amazing. So if that was more accessible, I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. So you'd like to go car, at least car light? Yes, yes, definitely, exactly. Great way to put it, car light. <laughs> So, you're a young professional, you know, what is sort of the message that you're leading with and kind of bringing home to your community and other uh, folks that you work and live with? Uh, well, the message that really pops into my head is that Houston is growing and we are doing something about the growth and to try to make the city as best as possible in regards to community, living, working, so I'm excited to share with my friends and just tell them about this plan, especially connecting to the airport and just connecting to all different parts of the city with Metro. Well, thank you so much for coming out today. <laughs> thank you. The Metro Next conversation is continuing as Metro representatives visit communities and events across the region. If you'd like to check out the draft plan, get engaged and share your feedback, visit metronext.org. I'm Laura Whitley. That's all for this edition of The Next Stop. Thanks for listening. For more episodes, you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or on SoundCloud. And if you could do us a favor and give us a review on Apple Podcasts, that'll help us out a lot. Until next time, drive less, do more with Metro.